Podcast Gaming Network presents Planet Side Off the Record. Size really does matter. Hi everybody, welcome to Planetside Off the Record for the official episode number one. I am Joe the Widget Wilson, your main host, and joining me as always is the writer and host of the show, Mike Forney. Yo. That's all you get. You always have the most creative intros, I swear. (laughs) Yo, what's up, yo? And joining us as always, bringing up the rear, Keth. Hey, what's going on guys? Not a whole lot. Here to talk about some planet side. Bring it on. Yeah. Pew, pew. So we got actually a lot of feedback from our episode zero. People saying that they had no interest in the game until they heard our episode zero, and now they're looking forward to it, and they signed up for beta and all that good stuff. So I'm glad we can instill interest in people. Yeah, the more the merrier. We were going to need all kinds of help to, you know, shoot some people. Yeah, the venue <coughs> will need all the yes. help they can get. Yes, they will. <laughs> All right. So, this last week or so, uh, both GameSpy and Eurogamer released a couple articles, basically play previews that they had with their experience with the game. It's early beta right now, so they didn't get to play through too much. But they uh, talked about the points they were able to experience, and so I just wanted to go over a couple of those with everybody today, and we can give our take on them and what we feel. Sounds great. It really does. So... Um, we have a couple really quick, though. I wanted to mention this. I forgot to mention this in the last episode. We are recording this show bi-weekly until uh, the game, the NDA is lifted, either in open beta or in game launch. And then we're going to go to a full one week per episode, full episode. So right now it's just going to be what we call a, uh, mini episodes bi-weekly, just talking about whatever the latest news is. So this is what we're doing. Yep. So we're going to cover some bullet points. Um, One of the things that Mike put down here as one of the key points that he got from these two articles was advanced graphic settings that PCs cannot handle yet to help make the game future-proof. Day and night cycles with multiple moons, casting different lighting, weather, and environmental effects, i.e. mist, overcast, skies, etc. Um, I am in the beta currently. There's a lot I can't talk about because I'm under NDA. But I can say that the day and night cycles, because they have already announced them and they've shown them, are amazing. I have never seen anything like it in a game yet. Yeah, they actually have in here, they have settings that aren't even turned on in the game yet that you can't even access. I mean, they can they can do shadows for as far as you can see, mm-hmm. but they don't have it turned on yet until computers can actually catch up. Which, I mean, it's really cool. It means, you know... I know a lot of games like World of Warcraft and stuff like that had to release patches and stuff just to tune up the graphics, and that makes it to where this one itself doesn't really have to do a patch. They can just all of a sudden flip the switch, and now this works. <laughs> well, even in beta, they have the graphics completely to- toned down right now. It's still a beautiful game. Yeah. One of the prettiest games that's played yet. It'll be, uh, yeah, it'll be really nice when it comes out. I can't wait to see these weather effects. I know they talked about I, yeah. how the mist works. I haven't like, seen any weather effects yet. I can't wait to play that. 
Well, they, they described in one of the articles about how, like, the mist will flow into, like, a canyon that you're traveling through and pretty much obscure, just like you're driving through heavy fog. Man, you know, after playing this game for the hours I've played it, that just sounds amazing. That just adds to the effect of it. Can you imagine sitting there, like, in either a Mac suit or driving by on an ATV and you see these headlights coming at you through the mist in the canyon? You don't know yep. if it's friendly or foe, and suddenly there's a tank hit bearing down on you. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, yeah. With seven more tanks behind him? Yep. You never know. I mean, it's just, I really can't wait. I can't wait to get in the beta and see how this works. What are your thoughts, Kev? Well, this is great that they've they've actually, you know, future-proofed it, as they said. Is, uh, you know, you get so many games that come out that, you know, eventually the graphics just become old you know that's one of my biggest problems with console gaming is excuse me uh things don't ever get better in the game you know it's no matter what you do it's you're stuck with that game you got and so that's one of the reasons i love pcs and i'm loving the the sound of everything you know they're they're saying that you're going to be able to change things i could see just adding the weather into your strategy all of a sudden there's a, a canyon that's filled up with mist and you're like all right let's hide an entire battalion in there and then uh wait for them to walk by yeah, i can imagine just having a whole uh, a whole platoon of ground troops like max suits and heavy infantry and snipers all along the lines of that canyon on the floor just waiting yep that would be yep, insanity it'll... yep it would be uh it'll be great it'll be great to add you know strategy to the game. Like you said, it just fixes it out perfect. Um, one of the other points in one of the articles at the very bottom on the Eurogamer one, it says, I know SOE have so much they're going to bolt onto and underneath this game over the next six months. So, that leads me to believe that maybe the game is still six months out. I don't know if it's a slip or what's going on with that. What do you guys think? I don't think so. Because um, <clears throat> that, that can apply two things. That could mean that they're still going to patch the game after release, because they're going to do that anyway. So it doesn't really mean that that's going to be, okay, well, six months out is what they're looking at. Um, from everything that I know of, well, at least we heard, is that they're still looking at the end of the last quarter of this year. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping they do, but I also know that they won't release it until they feel that it's complete enough, so... You know, which is good and bad. <laughs> and I've never heard of a beta going six months, except for Planetside. Yeah. Or not Planetside, yeah. but Minecraft. But that's just a different scenario. Yeah, well, yeah. Not made by a major developer either, so. I don't well, know. But on the. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Go, go ahead, Kat, please. Oh, well, you know, but the other hand, they still haven't even done, uh, you know, a, an open beta and all that stuff, so it, it could still be quite a bit out. Well, usually open beta is for a month or two prior, normally about a month. To a few well, yeah, but so. they're they're just now starting closed beta and getting everybody. Oh, no. You know, they getting... haven't even started closed beta yet. Yeah, right now it's in the pre-version of closed beta, which is technical beta. Oh well, there you go. So you got that to go through, then you got closed beta to go through, and then you got open beta to go through. So you know, you figure at least a month on each one. So I'm, that's another three I'm, months. I'm okay with three months out, honestly. Yeah. Especially when they open up beta. When they start doing closed beta, thousands of more people are going to get involved. And then, right now, in technical beta, it's a limited amount of people because they're only testing certain things. Like, we may log into the game, they're like, okay, we're testing these two bases in this one continent. And that's where we, we do all of our, our action, if you will. 
And as they go into closed beta, it's it's that same thing, but more of a larger scale. And when they hit open beta, they open up the entire game, and it becomes no more than a stress test and a general testing to see what the players think and what they can do to change before the game launches. But also, more importantly, the open beta is a great marketing tool. Yeah. What better way to get people excited about the game on launch than to say, here, come play it for a month for free. (laughs) Yeah. You know, some games will do it longer, some games will do it shorter, so there's really no way to tell how long. Like I said, usually about a month, but there have been games out there that'll do it longer. There's games out there that'll do an open beta for a week. <laughs> you know, Guild Wars had their betas that was every weekend for like three months, but that was the only time was weekend, so. From what I'm seeing, the game is very, very polished for being in its early states of beta. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all those screenshots and videos I've seen make it look really good, so. None from me. Sony, I swear, I didn't even take any screenshots or nothing, I promise. No, just the articles on the sites. Alright, so next, this mobile app that they're releasing. Um, it has the voice over IP, it has detailed maps. Um, basically, Sony's picture of this is uh, someone sitting in a hotel on vacation, they got their iPad out, their platoon is attacking a nuclear conglomerate base, and... She's giving orders from the iPad, looking at the map, looking at the terrain, uh, picking out strategies, telling where the troops to go. I mean, it seems far-fetched, but if they pull it off, it's it's going to be epic. I think this is a great idea. I, I love this idea. You know, having a mobile app that does more than just be an authenticator or, or let me view my build or whatever, you know, that... A number of games have a number of different apps out for them, but none of them have anything like this in them. Like, what, WoW just added Guild Chat to theirs, and that, other than looking characters up and, and talking in Guild Chat, and, oh, they have the auction house thing, that's right. Yeah, we have um, to pay for that. Yeah. Oh, is this one free? Yeah, this app is Oh, I missed be, that. Yeah. It's oh, even better. It's part of the game itself, yeah, so, even better. I, I mean, it's going to be great. I have my iPad. I'm going to sit here with the, the maps loaded up on the iPad right in front of me while we're playing the game. That way I can figure out what I want to do, where I want to snipe, all that sort of stuff. Um, but until they release any pictures or anything, you know, who knows how detailed it's going to be. But, no, I, I even just love the voice, you know, the, the VoIP thing. So you can, you know, I, I don't know how many times, especially with my commute back and forth to work and all that stuff, that it's like, you know, I want to be on the game, or I want to be doing something. You know, even if it's, even if it's minute and, and doesn't help a whole heck of a lot, it'd be cool to have something you could do. You know. Yeah, yeah, it'd be it'd be great just to be able to get on there and chat with your, you know, your squad, your you know company, help them out with the battle, whatever you can do. It's you know, it's an amazing idea. Uh, I, I think definitely the future of doing MMOs is is not is more than just the game itself. But what they're trying to do is spread it out through different portions of multimedia. I mean, I would love to be able to be, like, when I'm out working, to look at what my squad's doing. And if I'm, like, a, a platoon leader I can, and my platoon's out there in action, they need my assistance, I can look up a map really quick and say, okay, well... And I can guide them from my freaking phone when I'm nowhere near my computer. If like, they, that they really want this to be like is basically they want it to be a hobby. You can play this wherever you're at. You don't have to be in front of your computer screen. You could help out different ways, which, you know, it's it's a great. It's a great insight into the, their idea for the game, and it'll help the longevity of the game itself. Yeah, and so. it definitely gets more people involved. I mean, I don't know how many times I've wanted, you know, like a crafting app on my phone, something like that. So, you know, if this is just the start of it, and they're talking about coming out with, 
you know, more stuff to add to it. I, this is going to be awesome. Yep. Yeah, it'll be it'll be great. I, you know, I'll be at work on my thing. All right, guys. All right, guys, go, go. Oh, hold on. Got to go. Got to do something. <laughs> <laughs> Move out. Yeah. Uh, the work. chat room. Mixed out is saying you guys need to head to form a Planet Side Off the Record squad. We're actually going to be forming a Planet Side Off the Record company, which is like the guild. Outfit. Outfit. Thank you. The outfit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're going to yeah, be having an outfit, and then we're going to have like specific platoons. Like I might lead a platoon. Mike might lead a platoon. Kath might. You never know. So it really depends on how many people we get. It all depends on how many people we get in the in the outfit. So, all right, guys. So as far as the pre- free to play model goes on this, um, most games, you know, they require you to pay for extra powers, get you armor, souped up. This game doesn't want to do it that way. Um, the director, creative director, Matt Higby, Matt Higby. <laughs> Sorry. If you're listening to this, I screwed up your name. <laughs> Not only can you play competitively Planetside 2 for free, but just for showing up for the game, you'll be doing them a favor because we are their loot, as they say. It's not like your typical MMO where they populate it with uh, monsters and everything like that. No, we're their monsters. We're the guys that yes. other people fight. So just the free-to-play people, they're already helping the people that actually are willing to fork the money over because they're giving them more to do. That's what makes this game so unique in the MMO market is that there are no NPCs. Not a single one in the entire game. And NPC refers to non-player player character. Like when you play Skyrim, for instance, that's all the game is made up is non-player characters and you. Um, when you're in Planicide, all the the enemies, all the... the uh, all the key players in the game are all players. There's not a single NPC in the game. That's what makes it just unique. So that's what I, I think is what makes what sets this game completely off to, off of what other MMOs are. Is the fact there's zero NPCs. Yeah, yeah, it's all player driven completely and a hundred percent. So um, they compare the game itself, the free to play model, to the League of Legends model. Which uh, basically you can respawn a little bit faster. They say you might be able to get an unlock a little bit earlier, but there won't be anything that you can't already get in the game by playing it. I have seen the free-to-play model that they're going to be using, or at least portions of it, and I can honestly say that it is extremely smart. I can't say what it is because of NDA, but it's a very, very smart free-to-play model, and also makes this game exciting because you can go in on a free account and play the game. I've already got money loaded up into my Sony account for when the game comes out so I can spend some money. So Yeah. <laughs> they had a sale a while back that was double the money when you bought it, so I bought me a good amount. I can't wait. See, and I'm the exact opposite. I'm, I'm the free-to-play guy. Like, you know, I don't like playing for subscriptions. I don't like doing this. You know, like, this is... I'm really interested to see what this is because, frankly, I can't afford another uh, subscription. You know, I've got... My Netflix and, you know, like all these other things that are doing these, you know, a monthly things. So I've got a ton of monthly bills and it's like, I need something free. As far you know, as we why know, I've been doing them. That's as far as what Sony has stated. That's 100% what you're going to be able to do. See, and that's, and I like the fact that they're saying that they're looking into ways, you know, they're, they're comparing them to other games. They're saying, you know, we've had a lot of complaints, you know, they, people have done this, people have done that, you know, we don't want to be, anything 
You know, like we we don't want to be the same as anything else. So we don't want you to have to pay to play the game, even though it's free to play. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's great. I, I love the idea with this. It gives people that don't have the money that just want to hang out the option to play the game fully, but it also gives the people that, you know, want to spend a little bit of money, you know, help Sony out to actually put their money in while not hurting the actual overall of the game. Right. It's just yeah. it's a great idea. And then on that, it's a cutting edge game. It's a very unique MMO and it's fun. It's insanely fun. And putting a free-to-play model on it was probably the smartest thing Sony has ever done, I think, today. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, you know, Sony's been doing MMOs for a while, and SOE pretty much predominantly does MMOs. Yeah. So they know what they're doing. They've got, you know, I think there's five or six of them that they have right now that are up and running. <laughs> it's been EverQuest and EverQuest 2, which, you know, the fact that they're still running is amazing. Yeah, well, very much so. They may yeah. not have, like, the monstrous player base of, like, World of Warcraft, whatever, but I think Planetside 2, once the word gets out about this game, will easily surpass that kind of number because it is a free-to-play model. Free-to-play model. And the biggest thing is, it's not a typical MMO. Yay! Yeah, it's going to pull in all those, you know, Modern Warfare fans, all those first-person shooter fans. We'll have a blast playing this game. All those... um, I was talking to, to Fred on our network. And he's all into the flight sims. And he's interested in Planet Side 2 because he wants to fly in yep. combat. And guess what? You can, and I've done it. <laughs> you know, I'm not real sure, though, if I'm thrilled with getting the dude bros in. What? No, the guys that play Call of Duty, you know. Dude, bro, bro, dude, dude, bro. Those guys. Uh, this game's going to have... Well, from our experience in Planet Side 1, that was a lot less. It was more of a lot of people that were very serious about the game. I mean, planning out strategies and everything, it was crazy. Well, but on the other hand, we'll have our community, so hopefully that won't be big of an issue. No, I just remember playing, like, other first-person shooters, you know, like Call of Duty and stuff, especially on, like, Xbox Live, Mm -hmm. and having to mute the entire game, you know, being like, look, I'm not listening to all your stuff. And I'm like, that takes out an entire portion of the game that I, you know, I want to be able to strategize. I want to be able to talk to people. I just, I don't want those, that particular demographic that I seem to find always in my first person shooters hanging around. So, cause I don't know about you guys, but after about the fifth time somebody insults my mother, I'm about done listening to them. <laughs> yeah. I agree completely. I really don't see that being an issue in this game. Not because... It's not that... uh, The biggest thing is it's because of the scale, honestly. Um, If you look at Modern Warfare or Battlefield, it's... What, I think Battlefield 3 had a maximum of, like, 30 people on a map? Yeah. At any time, 15 a side? No. (laughs) This is going to be several thousand per side. Yeah, well, (laughs) plus we have our our thing, so I'm... You know, I'm... I'm good. I just I'm just a little concerned. Yeah, I understand that. All right. So you know, with the style of game this is, of course, everybody's going to be worried about griefers. Somebody coming in, shooting you in the back just to do it. You know, it happens in pretty much every first-person shooter out there. But uh, you know, Planet Side Two staff is aware of this, and they have an actual built-in system that is automatically identifies and cripples team killers with uh, measurements that could be ranged from disarmament to completing banning them from the game outright. 
it's very easy to to uh, hurt somebody on your team in this game. If you're walking down and you're in, you're aiming down the sights of your gun, and someone walks in front of you and they get shot, they're not going to ban you because they can easily tell if that was an accidental or if it was a purposeful team kill. If you're in yeah. the, the in the base and you're just mowing down people, they're gonna disarm you or ban you. Yeah, if you're aiming at you know the other team and you're firing at him and somebody walks in front of you to kill him, the game itself will learn about that. If there ain't no enemies around and you're just randomly shooting people, then we got a problem. <laughs> so what you're saying is I'm not going to be allowed to run around in a max suit killing Widget? N- not no. unless you create like a new conglomerate or Terran Republic character. Then you can, because he'll be the new. <laughs> but that prevents people from you know just going and creating a character on another faction just to kill somebody. You know, which, you know, is a big thing to worry about. But, you know, they're working on making sure that that doesn't happen. And they do have a, a kind of different version implemented into the first planet side. They're actually expanding it for this game, so. Interesting. Oh, well, yeah, I, they're going to need that kind of system in there in order to make it effective. Uh, alrighty. So, general planet side talk. Is there anything, guys, you wanted to talk about on the general planet side before we finish this rather short show you know what that trailer they did oh yeah Death the trailer yes. is amazing I really want to know if you can fly up there with your light armor jetpack on top of a galaxy shoot inside of it kill people inside of it is that possible because if it is that's amazing <laughs> I just as long as I can shoot through the front window with a sniper rifle and take out the uh take out the driver I'm good so, well, I don't need to be flying be around to... jumping on stuff as long as I can just shoot people I'm good it might be a little <laughs> bit harder to shoot the sniper because generally galaxies fly pretty high up yeah they're hard to hit <laughs> okay but, uh, well then we'll have somebody else flying another ship and I'll be laying on the back of their sniper <laughs> yeah you know they did announce that in one of the articles that you can actually ride on top of planes tanks just standing there while they're moving. <laughs> kind of like hitching a ride. That but, yep. was such a, an intense video. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was... I had the chills when I was watching just it. Just so you, everybody knows, the main character in that video was New Conglomerate. The sneaky sneaky that stabbed him in the stomach. Venu. <laughs> yeah, it was New Conglomerate guy fighting off the Terran Republic yep. and then at the very end you see the Venu come in and with their they're massive ready to, army yeah they're ready to join the battle too that's, is, you know, that's what the game, how the is, game like. is Yep, yeah it gets really confusing quickly and intense when all three factions bring in massive armies to fight over a base you know obviously the trailer's uh, a little bit dramatized it doesn't always, it, at least in Planet Side 1, it didn't happen that often where there was a three-way battle. Because uh, normally it's about, you know, what bases you own and how they're linked together. And it's not very yeah. often that all three factions have bases that are all linked and there's that one in the center that they all three want. It can happen, and it can hop, happen often enough, but most likely it'll be two different factions fighting against each other at different areas. And oftentimes, with three continents, you'll probably have a good five or six wars going on all over the place with your faction. Yep. Yeah, that's it. Usually it's a one, you know, a, a dominant 
faction controls a certain continent with another one trying to come and take it in. Occasionally you'll have all three of them, but, you know, it doesn't happen too often. Um, Shaky in the chat room says, so this is basically an FPS that is on a massive scale. Yes and no. It's a first-person shooter to the core, without a doubt, and it is on an insanely massive scale, but it's more. It's also an MMO, MMO, which means it has a lot of those elements of camaraderie where you're going to have to team up with a squad, a platoon, and listen to orders because otherwise you're going to be out there alone. You're going to get killed left and right because the other teams that are together fighting in squads, they're going to mow you over. Yeah, and what they did with the first one, too, and I'm sure they're going to do it with this one, is when you're with a squad and you're in the general area fighting, you're actually getting XP, which, you know, gives you your points to spend, based on uh, even your other teammates' kills. Brokes asks, can you play in third person? Um, I don't know if you can when you're just a ground unit. I know you can fly in third person and drive vehicles in third person or first person, I don't know about being a ground unit because that kind of plays a lot like uh, Modern Warfare, where you can pull up the sights and aim with your gun. Blind fire, all that sort of thing. Yeah. And in this kind of game, I don't know why you'd want to be third person as a ground unit. Yeah, it'd be really hard. It'd, It'd be really difficult to do it. Well, yeah, but a lot of people like the third person view thing. I I know... Depending on the game, like for Skyrim, for example, I play in third person. Well, if you oh, put a gun in your hand trying to aim with it, third person is Well, yeah, sense. but I also play with a bow and arrow, which is, you know, their well, equivalent. I, I agree with you. I, when I played Skyrim, I did that in third person, too. And I, I generally, in games, third person is a little bit easier for me and better for me. However, when you're doing a game like this, like like a shooter, especially this is, you know, along the same lines as Modern Warfare, doing third person person is going to make it virtually impossible for you to aim, especially if you need to blind fire or you're trying to get away. Yeah. I mean, it's just going to make it really hard. I don't know if they're going to add it into the game. They might. I don't think it would be that hard, though they would have to add the extra details and everything to the characters to be able to do it. Um, but, you know, we'll see when it they release more information about it. Mm-hmm. I'm not opposed to it. I mean, I'm pretty you know, sure if you were being a sniper that you would not play third person. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I'm just saying. I, I'm I'm being devil's advocate, and oh yeah, you know, you know I'm not opposed argument. to it. Like I said, by all means, if they want to put it in, you know, the people like to play it, then go ahead. To each his own. That's how I say. You know, I, always, I hope they do. <laughs> yeah, I always enjoy it in Planet Side One, being in my Reaver, just going out in the third person when I was flying out somewhere when I knew I wasn't in combat and flying through trees in third person, and then going into third person as soon as I got into combat so I can aim easier. Yep. And I, I know that you can do that in Planet Side Two with the vehicles. So, yeah, yeah, and if that's the kind of thing you can do, you know, like if I can go third person when I'm just cruising around, you know, running around doing something, you know, whatever I'm doing, and then a second I'm ready to actually engage, then I can switch to first person. You know, I'm okay with that too. I mean, we'll definitely know more as the game gets closer to being out, and I, yeah, I seriously don't think it's going to be that six month mark. I really don't. Yeah, I'm hoping not. I really am hoping not. You know, if it is, you know, I'll wait. I have no problems waiting for it. You know, I've got plenty of other games to play, but I'm, I'm hoping sooner than later. <laughs> I mean, honestly, what Kes said about the three-month thing, that seems a lot more realistic to me. Well, you know, I'm not saying that it's going to be three months. I can definitely see six months. You know, I'm, 
And, and it's one of those things where, you know, I wish people would understand, you know, on a massive scale, not just a handful of us, but, you know, this game's going to be done when it's going to be done. So, you know, I, I, I understand why companies don't like putting a specific release date because if they say, you know what, it's going to be out January 1st. Yeah, Diablo. And then something comes up and they do open beta or something and something breaks then they're obviously not going to make it. But if they said, we're going to release it January 1st, everybody and their mother would go ballistic because they're like, oh, it's not out. Yep. Yeah, you know, yeah. basically you got to figure it's probably going to be between three to six months sometime. You know, tentative date, you know, from all guesses, from all the information they have out, it's probably three to six months out. And probably, guys, what they're going to do is a massive open beta. And you'll get another month or two prior. So, and when they switch over to the free to play model, anyway, you're not buying the game. So, it's just like getting the game early, anyway. Yeah, but your stats and stuff will be erased in yeah. the beta, like always. Yeah. <laughs> Best thing about beta is you don't get to attach your character because you're gonna be erased. Yeah. Until use the... it to use it to try everything out, figure out what you want to do for when the game comes out. It's yes. basically what it's for. Especially with the cert system, you're gonna want to spend that time to figure out what you want to do. Trust me. And making sure the game doesn't blow up when 2,000 people are logged on. Yeah, exactly. Or 3,000 people are fighting over a base. Oh! Yeah. Can't move! Ah, uh, I can't wait to get more people in the beta with me. It's going to be so much fun. <laughs> I, I wish I can just tell you guys about my epic stories I've had in Planet Side 2. I can't as much as I would love to. But, you know... Soon enough, though, we'll be able to all three share our epic stories along with everyone, all the listeners' epic stories in-game. Uh, we can't wait for that. Uh, speaking of sharing, guys, if you have any questions about Planetside, Planetside 2, please email us at planetsideofftherecord at gmail.com, and we'll cover them inside in the show okay, and, and talk about them, what we know. I mean, we can pretty much find out anything about Planetside if we don't already know it. Planetside 2, though, it's limited to what they've told us. So, But we can still talk about it. So let us know. Let us know if, how excited you are about the game. And also, we have... Uh, Quest Gaming Network has a forums now. That's a new, brand new spanking forum that's actually extremely nice. If you go to QGN Community... Or is it Quest? It's QuestGamingCommunity.com. Um, you can join in the Planetside discussion there as well. We have there's a, a link. Hmm? I put a link on all the websites too. So if you just go to any of the main websites, you know, questgamingnetwork.com, you know, our Planetside website, there is a link for the forums on all of them. Uh, Miss Miss McStab, me and Mike both are very loyal to the venue, but we did leave it open because thanks to Kev's suggestion last episode to what the players want to do. So there is a voting going on on the forums right now to what faction we will choose to have. Our guild, our outfit. So, yeah, we are only going to create one outfit just because it would be too hard to run multiple outfits in this game. But whatever the community would rather play, whoever has the biggest votes, will we'll create it there. I got characters on different servers, yeah. but <laughs> if you guys like decide Terrain Republic, and we'll do that, sure. And I'll have a Terrain Republic character for the the outfit without a doubt. But yeah. me and Mike will have our own little secret venue characters we play on the side. Yeah, <laughs> and, and once I figure out their character names, I will release them to the general public and we will <laughs> punch you down. I'm pretty sure you guys are going to guess mine right away, so it ain't going to matter. <laughs> <laughs> I use the same one for everything. 
Alright guys, well, uh, that was a good discussion. Definitely. Um, like I said guys, this is just going to be some short episodes until we get more content to talk about on a bi-weekly basis. Um, when the game lists the NDA, expect full-blown episodes with bumpers and segments and the whole nine yards, at least an hour to an hour and a half episodes. Um, yep. Right now, though, I just wanted to also say that we are going to be doing five-star review shout-outs starting next episode. So get those five-star reviews in. We'd love to see them. And our closing statements. I can't wait to lift the NDA. <laughs> just can't. <laughs> uh, Mike. Uh, pew pew. That's it. I just want to shoot people. On an epic level. Yeah. Yes. Dude, bro. <laughs> That's the name of this episode, dude, bro. Dude, bro. Dude, bro. All right. How to reach us? You can find everything about this at this show on PlanetsideOffTheRecord.com. Our everything about all of our shows for the Quest Gaming Network is at QuestGamingNetwork.com. For to email the show, please send in all your emails, screenshots, anything you want. Well, don't send screenshots in until the DA is lifted, because that's not kosher. To PlanetsideOffTheRecord at gmail.com. And you can follow us on Twitter, Twitter, not Twitter, Twitter, at PlanetsideOTR. You can find me at author J.R. Wilson. Mike is at InsaneHero, H-I-R-O. And Keth is at Gaming, just as it sounds, guys. All one word. Uh, Side Off The Record is a Quest Gaming Network production, and I can't wait to talk to you guys in two more weeks. Oh, dude, bro. Goodbye, Joe. <laughs>